right now on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus. Multiple entities, I couldn't see them physically. Frightening, terrifying. This is a mind-boggling discovery that we're talking about. This key, this original Timotheus discovery, this was the thing that blew them away. Shalom and welcome to Roots of Your Faith, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. I'm Jonathan Burnus. Thanks for joining us. Our guest today has spent the last 25 years researching a hidden code in Genesis that he believes reveals Jesus' crucifixion and deity, listen to this, in the original Hebrew text. It's a fascinating show that you don't want to miss. Here's some background on our guest today. Timothy P. Smith is an appraiser of antiques and artifacts. Upon learning about his Jewish ancestry, Timothy researched and discovered an encryption code in the ancient Hebrew scriptures. His breakthrough has ignited excitement among biblical scholars. Timothy and his wife Dana have six sons and a daughter and live in Virginia. We're so glad he's able to join us here today on Jewish Voice. Please welcome Timothy P. Smith. Timothy, welcome. Good to have you on Jewish Voice. Very good it's to be here. It's a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time. Well, you've made an amazing discovery that we want to talk about. Uh, it started with a dream. So go back, talk about the dream, right. and then we'll learn a little about your history and how you ended up here. Okay. It actually, first, everything really began with a mystery concerning my mother's ancestry. They came to the United States in between World War I and World War II, both my grandmother and my grandfather. Um, at first, I was taught and my mother was taught, she was born here, and my family that they were Italian, and uh, like a lot of people, um, uh, that turned out not to be the case, and I discovered that in my early 20s. Um, when I was doing research at the National Archives, put the pieces together. Right after that happened, after I've discovered that they were Sephardic Jewish uh, from Italy. Not a surprise here. We have a lot yeah. of people on the program that right. turn out yeah. to be Jewish. Right. And so unusual things started to happen in my life. And the first thing that started happening was I started to have very powerful, um, very overwhelming dreams. Um, I don't even, it's, it's not even honest to call it a dream because that's not what happened. I was wide awake and I noticed a light uh, that I could see. The first thing I noticed was that I could see the objects in the room, which was something was wrong with that. And instantly, I was absolutely attacked by the most frightening, terrifying, it's, it, I, the only word I can come up with is terror. I was terrorized by multiple entities. I couldn't see them physically, but I knew that they hated me. And then finally, I, with all the faith and strength that I could muster, I called out in the name of Jesus Christ. And as soon as I could get the words out of my mouth, in the name of Jesus Christ, please deliver me. Instantly, a conduit of light came into the cabin, into the room, and into that light came a personage dressed in a very simple white garment robe wow. and communicated to me that it was Moses. He was a man, I would say, he looked to me to be 70-something, and he, 
telepathically he communicated to me that he was Moses. He could, didn't speak to me verbally, but it was crystal clear. Now, I want to leave more of the details for, for people to read in the yeah, book. Yeah, I don't want to, but, don't want to spoil you, it all. You came out of it with a, with a very strong sense of mission that you had to investigate yeah, something. It, it absolutely changed my life. And I knew that what I needed to do had something to do with Moses, had something to do with the Torah. And so when we, we came back, I started to absolutely pour into research concerning, concerning everything about Moses, everything about the Torah, everything about Hebrew, the Hebrew language. I, was, you know, I started to learn Hebrew at the time and biblical Hebrew. And at that time, my, I had six sons by this point, wow. and finally a daughter. And um, I, I noticed a funny kind of coincidence right at, the, right at the time when I was calling up my father and I was saying, you know, Dad, we finally had a girl. We've got, and I've got six sons and a daughter. And it hit both of us. My father has six sons and a daughter. And it seems like funny not to realize it, but at that time I went, oh, and we were joking about that. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. Where in the scriptures does it talk about someone having six sons and a daughter? At the very beginning of the house of Israel, uh, Jacob's, Jacob's first wife, Leah, is uh, uh, so delighted because finally she has six sons and a daughter. And so it hit me. That's where I have to go. If there's anything that's going to be there, it's going to be there for me. You found it in Genesis 30, six sons and a daughter. Right. And so... What else you discover? Well... By that time, I had been learning all about uh, so many things having to do with, from Torah scholars all the way back to the early Middle Ages, had always been talking about that the Torah was compacted and encrypted with unlimited amount of information. So here is some of the text. Take us through this, right. because some of the letters are in red. Right. And I recognize the, right. the letters. The, I see the Yud. I see, I, so right. take us through what we're looking at now. This, okay. is, this is part of Genesis 30, right? Right, Genesis 30, 20 through 23. And I knew that if God was wanting to speak to me directly, he would use my name. And, and I was named after uh, St. Timotheus. Um, my, my name's Timothy Paul, so uh, uh, Timotheus was a disciple of Paul. And there's a tradition, again also, a very uh, traditional, that when God is speaking to someone, he calls them by name. Mm -hmm. So you can't like pretend like he's not talking to you, you know, and, uh, or, to, or to avoid the, 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 the calling. And so, you know, Moses, Moses, Abraham, Abraham. So I knew if, if he was going to speak to me directly, I believed it would be right here. And I believe that he would call me by name. Again, I want to emphasize mm -hmm. this is the text that's paralleling your life with six children and a daughter. Right. And it has this synchronistic connection with my own family uh, biographical details. And so here you have Timotheus encrypted in a standard cryptological method at an equidistance of every 16th letter spells out completely starting with a tet. So you have Tov, which is good, which is good. Right. Yeah. And, and you, you skip 16, you skip 15, and on the 16th, you, you have the Yud. You got the Yud, the Mem, and you skip another, and you just come Raish. down. Yep, right on down, and it's Timotheus. And now this is the spelling of Timotheus that is in the Encyclopedia Judaica when they are referring to St. Timothy. Okay, so I'm going to challenge you. Mm -hmm. What's to keep me? If I, if I go through and find Yonatan, I can f probably find Yonatan, my, my name, by picking out different letters. But there's, what makes this unique? Well, it's at a perfect equidistant skip of 16. 
In other words, it's, it's impossible. It's statistically absolutely impossible. This is the equivalent of picking a nine-number lottery ticket, and the only uh, numbers you get to pick are your nine-digit social security so, number. So statistically, this is quintillion. impossible. Quintillion. Wow. Bigger than no. our national debt. Right. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> impossible. Wow. Okay. So the method of cryptology is when there's an equidistant code at an equidistance of, let's say, 16, you realign the text. And when you do that, it makes Timotheus appear in a single vertical column. This is a standard technique of decryption in codes. In military codes, they've been doing this for thousands of years, really, in military communications and in multiple ancient and languages. And I've seen this in other books I've read on in biblical right. encoding, the, the Bible code, right, in fact, right. which was written many years ago. Right. But this is different. Um, it's different in the sense in that this is the only code like this that can be absolutely proven to be intentional communication. So statistically, this is, this is very relevant. Right. It's, it's absolutely intentional. There's no question. Yeah. No one has questioned that this is intentional communication. So, Timothy, we, we, it's clear God is calling you by name. And, and, and not the only name we found, by the way. There's, there's another name we'll talk about, but we have to take a break. More when we come back with Timothy Smith on the Chamberlain Key. You don't want to miss it. Stay with us. This was the thing that blew them away to where they knew this was absolutely intentional. What if there is a divine code hidden by God in the book of Genesis? What if modern computers can decipher this code? What shocking information does this Bible code reveal? Don't wait to find out. Order The Chamberlain Key by Timothy P. Smith now. Smith is an antiquities dealer who is led on an amazing journey that has biblical scholars everywhere talking. The Chamberlain Key details the incredible discovery of a prophetic code, a code that starts all the way back in the book of Genesis. Who and what the code reveals will help you understand scripture as never before. This book is a must have for every believer. The Chamberlain Key will show you computer discoveries that are astonishing Bible scholars, information about Jesus contained in a code, mysteries spoken of in Revelation made clear thanks to modern technology. You might be able to find this book somewhere else, but I want you to know that if you get it today, now from Jewish Voice, you'll be contributing to help the scattered tribes of Israel hear that Yeshua, Jesus, is their Messiah. Not only that, you'll also be providing crucial medical care, dental care, eye care, and other humanitarian needs to the scattered tribes like these around the world. These lost tribes are in desperate need and anything that you can do will help. Now, if you really wanna be an ongoing blessing to the Jewish people, I want you to consider becoming a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. So get the product from us today. We want to sow it into your life, but more importantly, help us to help Jewish communities that are so precious to God. Direct your dollars where they will do the most good, not only today, but for all eternity. When you order the Chamberlain Key now, we'll sow a special gift into your life. This beautiful keychain. This keychain is a replica of the ironic blessing found in the Bible in number six. It's a powerful daily reminder that the Lord causes his face to shine upon you and is gracious to you. Isn't that a promise worth thinking about each day? 
and the unique design makes it a great conversation starter for people who don't know about God's goodness. We'll send you both of these great resources for your donation of just $39. We know that these resources will bless you, and when you order them, you'll bless the Jewish people. Remember, God said He will bless those who bless the Jewish people. These lost Jewish tribes are not forgotten by God, and God says when you bless them, He will bless you. So call the number on your screen now, and please consider becoming a monthly partner to bless scattered Jewish tribes like these around the globe. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Please specify offer 1863 when giving $39 or more to receive your gifts. Call, click, or write today. If you're just joining us, my guest today is Timothy P. Smith. This is a mind-boggling discovery that we're talking about uh, that he made from the Hebrew Scriptures, and he's written a book about it. It's a brand-new book. It's called The Chamberlain Key, Unlocking the God Code to Reveal Divine Messages Hidden in the Bible. And you know, Timothy, the scholars, the Jewish scholars uh, of old, knew that there were hidden messages in the Bible. Yes. That, that's been very clear. Right, absolutely. But making the discovery and actually finding your name, being called by name, is fascinating to me. Right. Your name in Genesis 30, it was a word for you, but it went well, way beyond you, yes. is what you're saying, it right? It wasn't, because every, okay. it's, it's a very ancient name. In fact, the, the very first usage of it goes way back, eight or 900 B.C., and scholars have actually written papers on this name, Timotheus. It has a very interesting significance. Right up in Greek, it means honored of God or God's honor, just the combination of the two Greek words. What is it indeed? What was it really signifying? And I was already familiar with another ancient technique of communicating information, of compacting information. It's called a chiasmus or inverted parallel. It's sometimes called mirror writing. All Hebrew letters have a hieroglyphic significance or a symbolic meaning. Right. They have a numeric equivalent and they also have a phonetic sound. And so it's perfect for that because of that. Not all languages and even ancient alphabets are like that. And Hebrew uh, is, is probably the most ancient. So you match up the first letter and the last letter. The meaning of, of the first letter in, in the series is coil, to twist, to snake. You match that with the last. And um, Samak is a staff or support. What do you get? You get a serpent on, wow. on a staff. The serpent lifted up in the wilderness. Right. Everyone recognizes that. In, you match the second letter with the second of the last, the Yad and the Vav and you get a hand or the work and you get a spike or nail. So you get a nail wow. in the hand. And then if you match uh, the third from the third to the last, you get uh, the concept of, of mem is like the deep chaos, mm -hmm. disorganization. And then aleph, of course, the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet is God, strength, order. And so you get this notion of bringing order and strength into the chaos. Uh, which we know, uh, uh, you know, is the, the result of the redemption and, and the sacrifice of Christ. Wow. And then you get the double. The amazing thing about this, and this was so elegant when I first 
demonstrated this to linguists and biblical scholars. This was the thing that blew them away to where they knew this was absolutely intentional. There was no way you could throw a statistically impossible phenomenon and then it be this and think, oh no, this is just accident. This is just a coincidence. And then here we get the next pairing. We get it doubled. We get a vav and a yod again with, an, again, a nail and a hand. So we have, we have two nails and two hands. In so we hands, have the redemption of the crucifixion. You have the, Timotheus actually always was a chiasmus representing the crucified Messiah bringing order into chaos and the serpent lifted up in the wilderness for all of us to look wow. at. Now it why was do you think in Genesis 30? Why do you think Genesis 30 or do you think this is well, this found is the, throughout scripture? No, this is it only it, this phenomenon only appears in one place. In other words, it, it only appears it's so impossible it doesn't appear at any other equidistant skip. It's only right there. It's at the very beginning of the house of Israel. It's ah. taking us back to the very beginning. In other words, and it's reminding the house of Israel. Obviously, it seems to be reminding the house of Israel what they should look to that for redemption. That is powerful. Wow. Wow. So, Timothy, why do you think God would hide this, would encrypt this mm -hmm. for the Jewish people right. in their own scriptures? That's why if you would... assume it's hidden. I mean, we have, we're encoded the same way. If you think about the way God creates things, the way he created all life, um, it's in our DNA. And is it hidden? Or it just took us a while before we could actually look at it. Maybe this isn't really hidden, but then why are we only being made aware of it in these last days? That's a very good question, and we... We, we definitely find that out. Again, well, this was clear. just the Dan beginning. Daniel says knowledge will, will be revealed. Exactly. In other words, and also these things, there's nothing that I have uncovered in the scriptures which is not thematically connected with the overtech. Now, if this is the, pl the, the, the formation of Israel has the message of the one to look to. Right. Here's the interesting thing, Rabbi. This does not just appear. It's in, it's in the Leningrad Codex. It is most, was most assuredly in the Aleppo Codex, the two oldest, but it is also in every Torah, in every Torah arc throughout the world. Eugene Ulrich and other Torah, Torah scholars and Hebrew biblical scholars, they were amazed too because they had already identified that section of text as being absolutely the most pristine from the original because really? there is no variation. They've never found a variation in the Dead Sea Scrolls. They have never found a variation. Um, as he put it, the consonant text remains untouched, right. in unchanged. This, in, in, coincidentally, in that particular section, there is no variation. It is everywhere. It's a witness no matter which version you believe is the now, most Timothy, correct. Now, why, Timothy, why you? Why do you think God chose you to, to, to oh, find boy. this? I, um, you know, that part's a, a mystery to me. And then again, it was... It, it, these things were synchronized with a great deal of my own family's biographical information, so I was able to recognize it. It would appear, it would appear miraculous to me, so I would start looking into it, and so I would be willing to lay it on the table for all of you to look at. And um, that's the only reason. And again, I can the, the, your very name, your given name, Timotheus, right, yeah. means something much bigger. This right. is so compelling. It's so deep. We have to take a break. We'll have more with Timothy P. Smith right after this. As I ponder everything you shared, which is, is so amazing and really is, 
there are treasures in there. There's so much more there than meets the eye on the surface. What if there is a divine code hidden by God in the book of Genesis? What if modern computers can decipher this code? What shocking information does this Bible code reveal? Don't wait to find out. Order the Chamberlain Key by Timothy P. Smith now. Smith is an antiquities dealer who is led on an amazing journey that has biblical scholars everywhere talking. The Chamberlain Key details the incredible discovery of a prophetic code, a code that starts all the way back in the book of Genesis. Who and what the code reveals will help you understand scripture as never before. This book is a must have for every believer. The Chamberlain Key will show you computer discoveries that are astonishing Bible scholars, information about Jesus contained in a code, mysteries spoken of in Revelation made clear thanks to modern technology. You might be able to find this book somewhere else, but I want you to know that if you get it today, now from Jewish Voice, you'll be contributing to help the scattered tribes of Israel hear that Yeshua, Jesus, is their Messiah. Not only that, you'll also be providing crucial medical care, dental care, eye care, and other humanitarian needs to the scattered tribes like these around the world. These lost tribes are in desperate need and anything that you can do will help. Now, if you really wanna be an ongoing blessing to the Jewish people, I want you to consider becoming a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. So get the product from us today. We want to sow it into your life, but more importantly, help us to help Jewish communities that are so precious to God. Direct your dollars where they will do the most good, not only today, but for all eternity. When you order the Chamberlain Key now, we'll sow a special gift into your life. This beautiful keychain. This keychain is a replica of the ironic blessing found in the Bible in number six. It's a powerful daily reminder that the Lord causes his face to shine upon you and is gracious to you. Isn't that a promise worth thinking about each day? And the unique design makes it a great conversation starter for people who don't know about God's goodness. We'll send you both of these great resources for your donation of just $39. We know that these resources will bless you. And when you order them, you'll bless the Jewish people Remember, God said he will bless those who bless the Jewish people. These lost Jewish tribes are not forgotten by God. And God says when you bless them, he will bless you. So call the number on your screen now and please consider becoming a monthly partner to bless scattered Jewish tribes like these around the globe. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jvmi.tv or writing to us at Jewish Voice Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Please specify offer 1863 when giving $39 or more to receive your gifts. Call, click, or write today. We've been talking with Timothy P. Smith. He's the author of The Chamberlain Key, which is a really mind-boggling discovery in the Hebrew Scriptures. Timothy, these are amazing discoveries. What do you hope people will get out of the Chamberlain Key? Well, right off the bat, for most people, I hope they have a renewed interest and, and fascination and even an, an intrigue into the original biblical text 
of the scriptures, that they would understand that there are treasures in there. As the Torah sages throughout the centuries have said, there's so much more there than meets the eye on the surface. And I'm also hoping that people will, it's not too hard to learn, to start learning, uh, you know, to read biblical Hebrew. Um, and that a whole interest and in to start focusing on these things. Again, it's the tip of the iceberg, and, um, and for, for them to be familiarized with the basic context of this kind of a phenomenon and to be able to explore it somewhat for themselves. As I ponder everything you shared, which is, is so amazing and really is, mm -hmm. as you said, the tip of the iceberg, mm -hmm. I'm thinking about the supernatural nature of all this. Mm -hmm. First of all, the way God called you, right. the way that he gave you dreams, and then ultimately ending up at Genesis 30 and that right. incredible message. This is supernatural. I believe that God is the author of the universe. He is the author of a supernatural book called the Holy Bible, and it proclaims that he cares about you, that he loves you, that he has a plan for your life, not just a plan for the universe, not just a plan through the, for the ages. He has a plan for you and for your family, and it's through Yeshua, Jesus, the living Son of God. Our program is dedicated to help you understand those truths, to help you understand what's ahead, and that God loves and cares about you. If you have a prayer need, just know that we're here for you. You can log on to our website, jvmi.tv, and just know that God loves you, and so do we. As I close, Psalm 122.6 says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. So this week, pray for Israel and the Jewish people. Pray for Jerusalem and receive prosperity from the living God. Well, as I end the program, I wanted to uh, give you a look at what's ahead next week. And until that time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. When the Lord visited me when I was 18, some way he revealed his covenant with his land and his people to me. And the only way you can really embrace that fully is to understand his people and understand his land. I'm Douglas Cutler, a physician, and this is my wife, Julie, a dentist. We've traveled with Jewish Voice on multiple medical outreaches to the other side of the world. Words cannot describe the horrific human sufferings we've seen. The weak and feeble people walk for miles, sometimes even carrying others who are also sick to see one of our doctors to get treatment. The blind, the lame, and many others near death are a few common examples of the people that come to us for healing. It's almost overwhelming to see the sheer numbers, thousands of desperately sick and hurting villagers that have no hope unless people like you help. These are the lost tribes of Israel, the persecuted, the destitute, the least of these. They don't have running water or even clean water to drink. You can help bring the life-changing message that Yeshua, their Messiah, has come. 
Your generosity make it possible for us to ease the physical sufferings of these scattered Jewish tribes and show them the love of Jesus, their Messiah. Your financial support can make it possible for Julie and I to save lives now and for eternity through Jewish Voice outreaches. Won't you join us in this important work?